Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season six, episode 20, Viva Las Pegasus. The cutie map sends Applejack and Fluttershy to flashy Las Pegasus, where they try to discover why Flim and Flam aren't getting along. It's it's Pony Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's Applejack and Fluttershy. Not a pairing we're accustomed to. No. And it's the return of Flim and Flam. And the return of one of our favorite sisters. It's Whitney Nelson. <laughs> Hello, it's me. Yay! After the last episode I guessed it on, I made a decree Yes, that I could only be on My Little Pony episodes as a guest if there was divas involved. And so that's yeah. why I'm here today. I, I think we delivered. I think that. so too. I think this is great. And this may just be because I have seen a Cirque du Soleil show in Las Vegas, so I Uh am very intimately familiar with a lot of the trappings of this episode, but I really, really enjoy this whole they can only be divas if I'm involved thing that I've started. I really like Vegas. Vegas, I don't need to be there very long. We discovered that on our last trip. We were there too long. But Vegas is its own universe. There's literally nothing like Vegas. And I grew up within a an afternoon car ride of Vegas. So I've been there a lot more than most people in the country. Oh, wow, yes. I've been there a lot. It was one of those things where if you grew up in Southern California and like your company has a conference or a symposium they do it in vegas because it's cheaper so dad would go to like work things for the weekend and it would be in vegas and we would go with and so like i've been to vegas a lot more than most people and i still can't find words to describe what vegas is like to people like whenever you see a television show where they have like the the pleasure deck or the pleasure planet or whatever Mm -hmm. a place that's just about having fun and and no consequences, that's Vegas. I don't want to equate it to Disney because it's not like Disney. It's not. It's, it's not like it's Disney. It's so much more, I don't know. It's very hard to describe how artificial an experience it is because like there's no windows. The light is artificial. The air is pumped in. The like whatever is, everything is built in a desert. So like anything that you're seeing, trees or plants, or waterfalls, or tiger, you know, enclaves, or whatever. All of it is is fake and built specifically for, like, sort of ancient Roman-style entertainment. Yes. Well, I, I, I like that you brought up Disney in comparison, because Disney, it's all about the illusion that's most to make you feel the magic yes vegas it's all about an illusion to make you forget <laughs> that there's anything outside of this it is place. it's all about forgetting 100 yes, percent. yeah it's not about feeling good it's about forgetting everything <laughs> yes i just love that they made this a a its own little place within my little pony mm-hmm. and then they brought the two ponies to yeah. it. At least they brought one Pegasus to Las Pegasus. It's true. <laughs> but they, they brought the two ponies who would have the least amount of fun at this place. Uh-huh. Like, this is a Rainbow Dash Pinkie Pie, 
amusement park. Mm-hmm. But they sent Applejack and Fluttershy. <laughs> yep. All right, so we start this episode, and like, there's there's no like intro really. We just show up. We're at the cutie map, and we just see that it's Applejack and Fluttershy, and they're being sent somewhere they're on assignment. Mm-hmm. The map is sending us where? Lost Pegasus. But Lost Pegasus is a wild vacation spot. It's just one big party. All those lights and sounds, not to mention the crowds. Oh, just the thought of it is overwhelming. I know Lost Pegasus doesn't seem like either of yours cup of tea, but I have total faith that you wouldn't have been called unless you were the perfect ponies for the job. Probably not as bad as we think. It can't just be a loud, obnoxious party all the time, right? And we hear a, a little pop sound, and we zoom out from the two of them, and we see that we are now in Lost Pegasus, and it is crazy. It is a crazy wild party. Um, Applejack? It isn't as bad as we thought. <laughs> You're right. It's worse. We just, we we zoom out. We see uh, Las Pegasus. I love that we've got a Sphinx pony. Yeah, like no. Luxor. It's, it's very well done. If you've ever been to Vegas, it is like spot on pony parody of Vegas. It's It's precious. Like. Mad props to their design group because they really did it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all of the uh, amusement park sounds as well because that's all it is. It's a big giant party. Well, and, they, and they've gotten more and more family friendly over the years. So there mm-hmm. are more and more theme park type things. Like there's yes. more theme park type stuff per square foot than there is gambling on the strip right now. So that whole like roller coasters and theme park vibe and everything very much fits how I feel about Vegas, which is. So much more theme park oriented than gambling oriented. That makes sense. So we get our theme song. My little pony, my little pony. Ah. All right. So we come back and we're we're in this casino amusement park and there are ponies everywhere. Do you think the map could be on the fritz again? I mean, this place seems a lot more suited to Pinkie Pie or even Rainbow Dash. Wow. That is spot on <laughs> from Fluttershy. <laughs> I forgot that was even a line in the show. I know. <laughs> if Twilight trusts the map, so do I. All we have to do is solve our friendship problem and get back home. Of course, we have to find it first. And so they're looking around and we see like this entryway with, uh, is just filled with different ponies. They're all walking around and we get a, a, a barker of sorts calling out to all of the ponies. And we see some posters for... These different attractions, we see one for Pony Fantastique, which this Barker is telling everybody, come see it, come see it before everybody, it leaves and you won't get to see it again. We see one for the Pony version of Siegfried and Roy, which is mm-hmm. Roy, Horn, and Sprigfield. And we also see our first random pony option of the week, and that would be for the Pony Mind Freak, which uh, of course is a play on Chris Angel, Diva hmm. Magician, if there ever were one. So we, in the middle of this entryway of this uh, foyer is this huge fountain statue thing. And it's a pony that looks a lot like Elvis. A lot like Elvis. A, a lot. And of, you can't have Vegas without Elvis. It's like a rule. When you go to Vegas, you have to count how many times you see Elvis. It's just It's a always rule. been a secret bucket list to be married in Vegas by an Elvis impersonator. So. That's what we want to do when we renew our vows. Oh, you guys should do that. I want to do it so bad. And I also want like a wedding and whatever and blah, blah, blah. But like 
Secretly, I want to get married first by an Elvis impersonator in Vegas. Or at least in a car. I want to drive through wedding. (laughs) That's also amazing. We eloped the first time. Let's see if we can make it even more efficient. (laughs) (laughs) What is less a big deal than eloping? A drive through wedding. Yeah, I think think that's great. Yeah. Love it. I love it. And so we hear the barker exclaim that Pony Fantastique is brought to you by this chair pony of kindness, Gladman. Mm-hmm. Well, this Gladman sure seems impressive. Well, uh, it is a little embarrassing, but the crowd seem to like it. Uh-huh. And so we turn around, and there is Gladman in the flesh, a living, breathing Elvis pony. Uh, Elvis, if Elvis were, like, also the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Exactly. Like, if he was, like, an oil tycoon and also Elvis Presley. Yeah. They do a very good job, in my opinion, of mixing those two things, of him being, like, a Colonel Sanders, like, southern aristocracy, oil baron type vibe, but then also the Elvis Presley thing is very heavily layered in there. They did a good mix of it. Yes. They did a really good job of... Doing a Southern Elvis style pony without doing Elvis. Yes. Yes. You you get enough of it to know who, who he's supposed to be. Mr. Gladmain? Just Gladmain'll do. And it's a pleasure to meet actual cohorts of the Princess of Friendship. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much. You know who we are? I'm what you might call a friendship connoisseur. So naturally I'm familiar with friends of the great Twilight Sparkle. Applejack, Fluttershy, it's an honor to have you here. Uh-huh. That's creepy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's creepy. That doesn't bode well. Nope. Mm-mm. I have to admit, you're not the type of pony I expected to find in Las Pegasus. Well, I guess maybe looking for lights, music, and parties, but working hard and making friends is how I turn this hotel into what it is today and how I plan to make it even bigger. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me for a second. And so then from out of nowhere, he pulls down a microphone <laughs> from seemingly nowhere. Mm-hmm. Wise ponies may say the folks that come here are customers, but I can't help but thinking of each and every one of you as friends. That's why there's a three-for-one special on apple fritters in the cafe for the next hour. Enjoy! Uh-huh. And so, like, then we see different parts of the casino. The ponies are reacting to this. They're super excited because there's, you know, a special on apple fritters. (laughs) Would you two like to take a tour of the place? I'm just about to do my rounds and check on my friends who work here. We do have a friendship problem to find. Lead the way, Mr. Gladmane. Just Gladmane now, you hear? So now we go backstage and we meet... The star of Pony Fantastique, Trapeze Star. <gasps> Gladmane, you're here just in time to see my newest move. New moves or not, I'm glad to have a star like you working for me. I'll tell you what. Oh, don't make me blush. Now watch this. And she does some acrobatics, which, you know, for a pony is pretty cool. Stellar. <laughs> oh, oh, Monsieur Gladmane himself is here. Let's run through the whole routine. Now don't make a fuss for all me. I'm just going to keep on giving a tour to my new friends, Applejack and Fluttershy. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> like, this this, this director pony is the most hipster director ever. He's got a beard, uh, an ascot. It's it's ridiculous. He's, he's very much a circ 
director. He, he does mm-hmm. feel very Cirque. Mm-hmm. He does. If this pony calls you friend, you're welcome backstage anytime. I owe him my entire career. Oh, shucks. Well, let's leave the artists to their work. Doesn't look like there's any friendship problems here. So then we walk backstage to the next place and we see a bunch of cages of prairie dogs and Fluttershy freaks out. <gasps> I've never seen a pink prairie dog before. I like the folks that come here to have a unique experience. <laughs> and we love him for it. With Gladbane's help, we've been able to take care of all of these little guys. Now this place is overwhelming in a good way. I love Fluttershy. Like, letting them all <laughs> crawl around her. She's super excited. Okay, these two ponies, Roar, Horn, and Sprickfield, are creepy as fuck. See, I was just going to say, I'm very into them. I'm very, very into the Siegfried and Roy version of, of po- like, the pony version of Siegfried and Roy. I think they're hilarious. The biggest laughs that I had the whole episode were all Siegfried and Roy based. (laughs) I like them better than the real Siegfried and Roy. Fair. But the pony version, they went too far with the cheekbones. Just a little. Just a little. I loved it because they're so like bleach blonde, fake tan, like the chiseled. Makeup even accentuating the cheekbones is very Siegfried and Roy to me. Oh, glad you like it. <clears throat> Fluttershy? Oh, coming. And she says goodbye to the little prairie dog. She does not want to leave them. Of course not. And so now they're walking back through the casino again. And there doesn't seem to be anything wrong around here at all. I figured looking for a friendship problem in Las Pegasus would be like trying to find a needle in a stack of needles. <laughs> But every pony seems to be getting along just fine. <laughs> okay, that's my new favorite. That's just like finding a needle in a stack of needles. Applejack has the best sayings. They've mm-hmm. really gone all in with her countryisms this season. Like it keeps getting worse. And by worse, you mean better. And yes, amazing. there's more of them. <laughs> They're nonstop now. And then, and then we, we hear something very familiar to pony listeners. It's that familiar carnival barker voice. Ladies and gentle ponies, despite what my competition might say, I know you've come to this fair city to be entertained, and I assure you there is nothing more entertaining than the astounding acrobatics in Gladmane's Pony Fantastique. Now, I suppose that might be true if you weren't for the existence of a far superiorly entertaining presence of the show-stopping exotic animal act of Pony Fantastique includes. And while Flam is talking, we see... Our second rando pony option of the week. Oh man. Another poster, because mm-hmm. the posters were just too good to, to mm-hmm. ignore. Uh-huh. And this one is for mm-hmm. Brittany Spurs. Incredible. <laughs> I love a good horse pun, but that one's that one's one of my favorites. It's that so is good. like next level horse punning. Yes. And they Brittany- even Spurs. Spurs. And they even copied the Britney Spears poster for her in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I, like I have the, the poster they did and the original poster from Britney Spears back to back. And it's insane. <laughs> I'm so proud of them. I really am. Those voices sound familiar. They sure do. Flam and flam. And so we look over and of course we do see it's Slim and Flam. And 
they're just yelling at each other, basically. They're trying to undermine each other. And one's calling one a charlatan. And ostensibly, they're both selling tickets for the same event, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, they're competing with each other for the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, to promote the exact same thing. Yes. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So they argue and Fluttershy's a little concerned. They certainly don't seem to be getting along. You don't suppose we've been brought here to help them? And Applejack's eyes go as wide as possible. (laughs) Absolutely not. And her face goes all in and she's super grumpy. (laughs) And and so we hear Flim and Flam, they're continuing to argue. And now like Gladmane is getting in between. I know you and the rest of the Apple family have had your issues with Flim and Flam in the past, but they're definitely having trouble and solving a friendship problem is important no matter who's having it. Well, of course that's true. For any pony but them. And so they walk right into Gladmane. I'm sorry you had to see that. I don't know why, but those two have been fighting ever since they got here. I thought giving them these jobs might help. I guess it just made matters worse. Trust me, I know those ponies, and you're better off with them apart. The two of them together will cheat the hooves right out from under you. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Flem's such a show pony, and Flam is such a head for business. Why, if they ever did work together, they'd be running this place in two shakes. My, speaking of which, I'd better get back to work. Y'all enjoy your stay now, you hear? Well, he's the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's horrible. Uh-huh. It's so horrible. So Gladman goes and Fluttershy and Applejack are walking. I'm pretty sure we should help Flim and Flam. And I'm pretty sure there's another friendship problem here. And I'm going to search this resort top to bottom till I find it. And Applejack just runs away. <laughs> so, so Fluttershy's going to do her, her work. And so she goes to talk to both Flim and Flam, but separately. So every time one of them's talking, we're flipping back and forth to different conversations. I hope you didn't travel all the way from Ponyville to try to get me to reconcile with my no-account brother. Brother? I don't believe I have one of those. No! I already know what he thinks of me. All show and no substance. Well, if he's so smart, he should have no trouble becoming a big success on his own. Oh, why, he's the greatest sales pony that ever lived, of course. Just ask him, he'll tell you all about it. I'm sure you could work out your differences if you just sat down and talked to each other. I'm, I'm never, never speaking, speaking to, to that, that pony, pony again. again. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, you two doing Flim and Flam is charming. It's oh, as charming as Flim and Flam are. Oh, thank you. So now that's how we have to talk to Whitney forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> We're just going to be. Fl- <laughs> oh, look, it's Whitney Nelson coming on the street. <laughs> So from now on, every time you read our tweets, you have to imagine it in that voice. Uh, I will, whether you intend it or not. I, I'm going to lean into this now. So, well, well Fluttershy's interviewing Flim and Flam and trying to, you know, conduct some therapy between them. Applejack is walking through the casino and she sees different ponies hanging around and then she hears some yelling and she walks backstage and she sees the director and the trapeze star from Pony Fantastique, they're getting into it. You are ruining my show. It isn't just your show. I'm improving it. You don't pull a rabbit out of a hat on the trapeze. That's the point, to give the audience something they've never seen before. Acrobatic magic. And so, like, she twirls and she she does her trick. And then, you know, we pull a rabbit out of the hat and it's 
a rabbit going ta-da. The rabbit literally squeaks. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. The uh, prairie dogs and the rabbit are my favorite part of this episode because they're so cute and they have so much little personality. They're not just like they're background, but they're not totally background. They're like they've got some attitude, and I love it. It's called blending genres, and it's awesome. Shouldn't some pony do something? And at this point, a stage manager comes over because the stage manager should always be present at all times backstage. Oh, and but this stage manager. Um, this stage manager, can we say this was not one of the options given to me as a rando pony, and maybe that's because he has a name, but this is my favorite pony of the episode, is the stage manager, by far and away. This pony's name is called Backstage. There you go. Backstage and I love it. is incredible. And I also still have a favorite rando pony, but Uh, okay. when Backstage came on, I was like, why was this not an option that they gave me for rando ponies in this episode? I was very put out because Backstage is excellent. Backstage is excellent. However, he did not fit in with the diva theme. They've been doing this since they started working here. Too bad, really. If they ever stopped shouting at each other, we could take the show on tour. They'd be way more successful than staying at Gladmain's. He looks like Scooter. He does look like Scooter. <laughs> he looks exactly he- like Scooter. <gasps> that's yes. why he's the best. That's why I loved him so much. That, I was like, it's fucking Scooter. It's the stage manager. See, it's yep. also just not fair. It's- so I think I think this is why I liked him so much. And I think you've really hit the nail on the head there. And I didn't even put two and two together until you just said it. But he looks like Scooter. Scooter was always my favorite Muppet. Scooter yeah. was always like the most undervalued constantly having anxiety like mm-hmm. i really resonated with the the concept of scooter this pony is the same way only a little bit more effeminate yeah. in a good way but yeah. he's got he's got the green jacket and he's got the moppy hair and it's very scooter-esque and i think that might be why i liked him so much i didn't know that until just now but thank you yes that's why i like him now that sounds like a real friendship problem Okay, so like, all right, Applejack is starting to figure out what's going on around here. So Applejack's heads on over to the Prairie Dog Show, and they are they are working with their Prairie Dogs, Siegfried and Roy. Up, 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 up! Stop! What are you doing? It's supposed to be a pink Prairie Dog pyramid. It's alliterative. What? You said tower. Why do you keep changing everything? And like the Prairie Dogs are shaking their head. I'm not changing anything. You said pyramid. <laughs> You're driving me crazy. I thought you two got along. We used to, but we just can't seem to agree on anything anymore. We used to perform all over Equestria, but if we can't agree on a new act, we might as well stay at Gladmains forever. <laughs> Stumps off. Yeah, I love it. It's so cute. The cracks are starting to show. So... Applejack is caught up with Fluttershy and they're in one of those like cafeteria style casino places and they're getting food. So there's there's ponies everywhere. And you will see one of our favorite like previous rando ponies of the week. Gourmand Ramsey is serving food. (laughs) Amazing. Yes, it's very, very good. If you count Flim and Flam, that's three big friendship problems all in the same place. Well, I don't count Flim and Flam since those two not being friends isn't a problem. Well, it certainly isn't for Gladmane. Sounds like he's better off with them fighting. Actually, the other ponies' problems seem to be good for Gladmane, too. Both the trapeze show and the animal act would be better off if they left. But every pony's so busy arguing that they can't. Do you think he knows? I don't know, but I'm starting to think we should find out. 
Okay, at this point, these ponies should be smarter. (laughs) This is season six. I do feel like they're a little slow on the uptake here. I understand the desire for hijinks, but I also would have loved Applejack just going and glad me. You did it. You're the problem. Bye. And and then they have Uh to deal with Flim and Flam. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) So they decide to go investigate some more. So they go to the dressing room for Pony Fantastic and they're talking to Trapeze Star. Of course, Gladmane wants every pony to get along. He's the nicest, most genuine pony I've ever met. Did the director put you up to this? Nice. And the and the little rabbit is like making little Yeah, this is this is when they're talking to the animals in the shows on the side is like one of them is interviewing the performers and the other one is interviewing the animals, the rabbits and the and yes. the prairie dogs. And it is very cute. So Fluttershy's talking to the rabbit and getting the dish from them. Then we cut to backstage and now we're talking to the director. I tell you, if Gladman is your friend, you are welcome backstage. But if you are speaking of him poorly, you leave. Oh, okay. So the director's protecting Black Gladman too. Okay. <laughs> All right. They know where their bread's buttered. So we go over to the Prairie Dog Show. Gladman is the kindest, most gentle, most compassionate pony I've ever known. My, My problem, problem is, is with, with him. him. And so, like. They're they're pointing hoofs at each other and Fluttershy's talking to the prairie dogs. So they're walking through the casino again. I just can't figure it. The only pony who benefits from all this feuding is Gladmane. But by all accounts, he's the best pony friend any of these ponies have. Well, Bernard, the adorable bunny from the Acrobats Act, claims that every morning Gladmane tells the director that the star wants control of the show. And every afternoon, he tells the star that the director wants to get rid of her. But neither is true. And Applejack does a horse snort. I love it when the ponies actually act like horses. It's very good. And the flying prairinos, the pink prairie dog family, say Gladmane keeps changing their act to make each trainer think the other one is doing it. The flying prairinos. (laughs) I mean, why not? Yeah, man. This show goes all in. They go all in. Respect. Gosh. So all his talk... About friendship is just a load of applesauce. He's getting them all to fight with each other on purpose. But how can we get every pony to believe that what he's doing? There must be a way to trick him into telling the truth. Gee, if only there was a pony who knew how to trick a trickster. Fluttershy smirk where Diana thinks, bitch. (laughs) 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 And so then we see over across the foyer is Flim and Flam. They're arguing at each other. Or maybe a pair of ponies. <sighs> Fine. Guess bringing Flim and Flam back together might be while we're here. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over to Flim and Flam and they're each at their own Barker stands. Sorry if I don't take the word of some pony off the street, even if that street is Ponyville. But Gladmane is behind so many other friendship problems. How can you be sure he isn't the cause of yours? Because the only problem I have is standing right there. Same here, Buster. Do either of you even know what you're fighting over? Gladmane let me know that ex-brother of mine thinks I'm just a mouthpiece with a single good idea. Gladmane assured me that this formal fraternal foal here thinks I couldn't sell heat lamps to yaks. Sounds to me like neither of you said those things. Why'd you believe Gladmane when he said you did? Why would he lie? Because he's afraid that the two of you together could move in and take over his resort. And if I'm telling you he said it, You know it's the absolute truth, because you You never never lie. lie. 
Oh, brother of mine, I think it's time for a little payback. The Camelot two-step? Hmm, we don't have the chickens. How about the Baltimore flare? Ah, my flare isn't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pay you guys to follow me around being flim and flam. <laughs> that can be arranged. Uh, I will wear the vest. <laughs> I, it's just so charming. And it was charming when I watched the episode, but it's even more charming when you two do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so then we hear over the loudspeaker. Listen here, y'all. If you're a friend of mine, you're entitled to a free night stay. And every pony is a friend of mine. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? The high roller hustle. The what now? Trust us, when we're done, there won't be a pony in town who doesn't know that Applejackiest truth about Gladmane. That is, assuming you two are willing to help. What size gown do you wear? And he's staring at Fluttershy and she's very concerned about what's happening here. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. So we cut to later. There's this large crowd gathered around some pony and they're all taking photos. It's It's a big deal. What's all the fuss now? It's the Grand Matriarch of the Rich Family. Impossibly rich. She's one of the wealthiest ponies in Equestria. Well, why didn't some pony tell me? You know I like to give... You know I like to give VIP guests my personal touch. Well, she's not exactly a guest. Word is she's planning a resort of her own. I think she's here to scout the competition. All right, and so we get a little closer look at Impossibly Rich, and it's Fluttershy in a green wig. Oh, my God. Which is amazing. The Rich family is a is an extra family. There is Filthy Rich and Spoiled Rich, and their daughter is Diamond Tiara. It's a whole rich family. And and they're the worst. So Impossibly Rich is hilarious. So Gladmane makes his way over there. Impossibly Rich, what an honor it is to have you at my humble five-hoof resort. I'm sure Flam has done an excellent job showing you around, but nothing could beat a personalized tour from the main himself. <laughs> and Fluttershy, as Impossibly Rich, whispers into Flam's ear, You'll have to excuse Miss Rich. She saves the energy other ponies spend talking out loud and uses it to make more money. (laughs) She'd love a personal tour, say, in an hour. I love this bit. I I love, one, I love Fluttershy's hair like this. (laughs) I have such strong Fluttershy hair envy. I want my hair to be like Fluttershy's all the time. (laughs) So then we have it's green and it's different and I love it. It's even better. But I just love Fluttershy as just being super, super rich and just refusing to talk to ponies. Mm-hmm. Just just that line. She saves the energy other ponies <laughs> spend talking out loud and uses it, it to, to make to make more, more money. money. Amazing. <laughs> that's, that's quite the flex, and I am here for it. Well, that sounds right pleasant. And if you could break away for a moment, Flam, I'd love to see you in my office so I can get ready. And so Flam and Fluttershy go behind a curtain and they see Applejack and Flam. Are you sure this is a good idea? I love how the costume just falls off. Yeah. Like, that's how pony costumes work. It's like it's like basketball pants, how you just like pull them and they, they rip off. And so they're they're very excited, Flim and Flam. Oh, don't you worry. When it comes to throwing ponies off their game. No two ponies do it better than us. Can't argue with that. Just a nice callback to their previous grift. So we cut to Gladmane's office and Gladmane's there and, and, and from his office he can see the you know the roller coaster within the casino and he's watching it and, and Flam comes in. Hey there, boss, impossibly rich is just about ready for that tour. So what did you want to see me about? 
actually there's something I want you to see. The grand plan. Every hotel on this strip as amazing as this one. And every one of them mine. And all it'll take is a little sales pony shit like this. And he pulls his microphone from nowhere. Oh, hey there, friends. Uh-huh. If you think my resort is fantastic, wait till you see Pony Fantastic. Tickets are on sale now. Two for the price of one. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Now I know Impossibly Rich has probably made you a tempting offer to come work for. Well, uh, now that you mention it. And as your friend, I never tell you what to do. But no pony's gonna stand in the way of my plans, no matter how rich she is. And I sure wouldn't want you to end up on the losing side. Think you might consider staying here? Um... Well, all right then. So, okay, so like he's, he's, he's making his play. It's full evil pony now. Yeah, he's full evil pony. We cut backstage to Pony Fantastique. All the ponies are backstage. And Applejack and Flim are behind a curtain. And Applejack has the microphone and Flim magics it down there. And last but not least, Miss Rich, the jewel in my crown. Impossibly wants you to know she's very impressed, but doesn't think you can keep the resort of this caliber going for long. Oh, and why's that? Because you've got the best talents in the industry. What stops them from leaving to join any competitor? <laughs> well, you see, I have a trick for that. I must confess. <laughs> and it all has to do with how I handle my employees. And how is that? Well, like friends, of course. And I treat every one of my employees with the kindness they deserve. Uh, that, that, that's it? That's your secret? <laughs> they're, they're, nothing else? Nope. Just friendship. But you know all about that, don't you, Fluttershy? Bum, bum, bum. You knew the whole time? Never try to con a con pony. <laughs> and so Applejack and... Flim have come out and, you know, the wig has been taken off of Fluttershy and all has been revealed. <laughs> so we we cut over to Gladmane's office again. He's counting bits on his desk. Woo! And Applejack and Fluttershy have, have come to pay him a visit. I'd have thought you'd have hit the road by now. Whether we were able to fool you or not, you can't just go on keeping ponies from getting along. It's just mean! Now maybe it is, but it's a meanness that works. Unlike your pathetic little ploy, I practically invented the high roller hustle. But I suppose I should be impressed. You're the only ponies to ever figure out the secret to my success. Takes a lot of work keeping every pony fighting. But as long as I keep them convinced that I'm their only friend, all of Las Pegasus will be mine. Oh, you can't trick a confession out of a pony like me. I'm always one step ahead. And we, we pull out a little bit and we see that Fluttershy is holding down a button on the intercom. Well, you better check your hooves because you just stepped in a confession. And he looks out the window. Oh, no. No, no, no. Wait. And Fluttershy speaks into the, the loudspeaker. Did that sound okay? Never, Never better. Flim and Flam told you she'd see right through the fake rich pony bit. And that once you did, you wouldn't be able to resist gloating about it. This was all part of the plan. Well, now, now, friends. Listen, I, I can explain everything. I think you've done enough of that, darling. Humph! I cannot believe we let him almost ruin our friendship. And our act. 
Good luck finding another one. And so the Pony Fantastique and the Great Prairinos, they all leave. And Gladmane and everyone is now down below. Like, he's trying to chase after them. Wait, no, y'all come back. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ruined. This is Gladmane, y'all. Come on, you can't do this. Gladmane has left the building. <laughs> I, I love the Elvis-ness of that. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Love how sweaty he gets. He's, mm-hmm. he's nervous. All his money's walking out the casino. I know. It's very, very, you know, concerning. And so we cut to a little bit later and we see some ponies are tearing down Gladmane's statue. And like it's, it's so dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the yes. toppling of It's the very serious. It, it's They have to get rid of all signs of the old regime. <laughs> I guess the map wasn't on the Fritz after all. And, and we see that their cutie marts are ringing because they fixed their friendship problem. If it weren't for your history with Flim and Flam, you never would have been so determined to find some pony else to help, and we never would have found that Gladmane was doing. And if it weren't for you wanting to show even those two calm ponies kindness, we never would have been able to trick the trickster. Must have felt pretty nice to finally put all your conniving cheating skills to good use. In fact, we might think of it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Emphasis on once. What do you mean? And so now we get this whole thing about them explaining that they're going to charge people for nothing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to let people come and enjoy the Pony Fantastic Theater at half normal admission and use their imagination <laughs> for no additional charge. <laughs> they're literally going to charge people to walk into a room and stand there. Well, that's what museums do. Yeah, I mean, but museums have art there. Flim and Flam just have an empty stage. Fair. (laughs) The crowd doesn't care. They're excited. The crowd does not care at all. They're hyped. They are taking this grift, hook, line, and sinker. And Applejack being Applejack. Flim and Flam! And we pull out to see Las Pegasus. The end. This is the most ridiculous episode ever. And it's a pretty it. ridiculous episode. I will say, though, they did have me with this whole, like, double cross, double cross of the microphone and the bugging him. Uh-huh. And he says friendship. I did not see that coming. Uh-huh. He, I did not. I thought they had him. They knew what was going on. They were going to trick him into saying, I keep everybody fighting. And then when he's like, a friendship, I didn't see that. I yeah. did not. I did not see the double cross hap coming, and I was very pleased with that. They're they're pretty good writers. Yeah, yeah, they are. I just love an Applejack Fluttershy. Like it's just a fun. It's a fun pairing. I think we talked about mm-hmm. we. This is the first time that they have ever been solo. Like or they, that duo has been on an adventure together. Yes, they've been part of the main six. Uh huh. But they've never isolated those two. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. they did it because if they went with Rainbow and Pinky, it would have been too, it, it wouldn't have worked out the right way. They wouldn't have seen through all of the smoke and mirrors. Well, and you don't get the the fish out of water, uncomfortable uh, yeah. jokes that you can play. Like, it's no fun. Like, Pinkie Pie in Vegas is just like, duh. <laughs> Same thing with Rainbow Dash. It's just like, who cares? I did think in the episode that I thought. I remember thinking that it was a weird thought that two ponies didn't have chemistry. Mm -hmm. But I do think that Applejack and Fluttershy do not have chemistry. 
like as far as the two people to pick to send off on their mm-hmm. own, just as far as the interaction between the two. But I do yeah. think that the episode would not have panned out the same way if you didn't send Applejack and Fluttershy. They're both so mild as characters, like, and that's not in a bad way, but they're not polar opposites and they aren't the same. So they have nothing together that's the same. They're honesty and kindness. Yeah. Like, they're just both ponies. Uh-huh. There's, like, a differing amount of earnestness yes. and, like, naivete, but there's an exact same amount of honesty and yeah. forthrightness and everything. So I do think it's interesting that the, that the writers specifically pick these two as far as how the story folds together, uh-huh. because I don't think that they have chemistry as a duo going out to solve, like, friendship crime, I don't think that they work very well together. <laughs> I love it. Friendship crime. My favorite <laughs> description of the cutie mutt. Adventures. I mean, that's definitely what happened in this episode. I can't speak to other episodes where they they have, like, friendship problems and they have to go to the, on the map to solve them, because I haven't seen any. But this was definitely friendship crime. This guy was actively perpetrating friendship crime. He was. He was actively encouraging and committing friendship crime he's gonna go to the friendship dungeon he is the fungin (laughs) (laughs) it is no fun at all Uh, (laughs) the name is misleading it is on purpose Uh uh-huh all right so we have we have like the most important thing the reason why you're here is you have to pick our rando pony of the week i do now if we're going purely on aesthetics you gotta go for mind freak just because the colors and the poster Mm -hmm. and and like it's really good it's all working but when you're comparing chris angel to britney spears there is no contest and the winner of the rando pony has to be britney spurs oh you're correct it Uh has to be if you just showed me two pictures and said which picture is prettier it would be the mind freak one but like there's no way that chris angel is ever in any universe you know real or pony he's never going to compete with britney spears you you have chosen wisely (laughs) i agree fully i fully agree Uh, right so uh whitney thank you so much for coming and doing diva ponies with us oh my god it's a delight i love doing diva ponies with you all right we gotta we gotta keep our eye out for diva ponies for season seven it's true any more potential divas hit me up yep Got it's got to be for Whitney. So if pe- <laughs> people want more Whitney, where can they find more Whitney? So I have a podcast called Historical Hotties, where we oh, talk what? about people who are dead in history who we have crushes on. You can find that at Historically Hot just about anywhere or search Historical Hotties and you'll find it. And then I'm also on a Keanu Reeves podcast where we watch all of his movies in chronological order and that's cool breeze over the mountains i am also on a video game podcast called almost better than silence and you can check me out there seeing my opinions about video games and whatnot and coming at some point in the future and i do not have a release date for you extremely fast and incredibly furious is a fast and furious podcast where i watched all of the fast and furious movies in 48 hours and that is coming at some point soon. But you can follow at Fast Furious Pod or just follow me on Twitter at Whitney underscore Nelson, N-E-L-S-E-N. And I will retweet all of the other things I just talked about. And you so you can find them all there. Yay! There's Woo! no shortage of Whitney. Nope. All right. Well, mm. until next time. Bye, everypony. Bye!
Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.